0: No, a long-tail keyword is not some kind of fantasy creature from Lord of the Rings. It's a very powerful search engine optimization tool that I'm going to tell you about and how you can use it for your podcast titles on this episode of Podcastification. My name is Kerry Green, and I am the Client Happiness Guy at PodcastFastTrack.com, and this is podcastification. This show is all about podcasting. How to do it, how not to do it, best practices, interesting news items that have to do with the realm of podcasting, and who knows what else. And I'm trying to do it all with a little bit of fun and some information to help you get a show going, keep yours going, or make it better. And if you like what's going on here on the show... I would appreciate it. Oh, so appreciate it. If you could leave a rating or review on iTunes, you can find out how to do that at podcastfasttrack.com slash review. That's enough of that kind of stuff. Let's get you podcastificated right away. Long tail keywords. What in the heck is a long tail keyword? You might be wondering that if you've been around the internet for any length of time, I'm sure you've heard the phrase, but do you know exactly what it means? And as a podcaster, I suspect most of you don't know the power that a long tail keyword can have when you intentionally target it and intentionally use it in the titles and the web pages that are affiliated with your podcast episodes. So now that we're into it, let me get into it even more and let's talk about long tail keywords. What is a long tail keyword? Well, the best way I know to explain it is by using an illustration. For example, imagine you've done a great podcast episode about the benefits of a home based business. Now, you can try to optimize your podcast episode in the blog page that accompanies it on your website, on Libsyn, on your Blueberry site. It doesn't really matter where, as long as it's somewhere that the internet bots can search. Okay. So we're not talking about iTunes here. We're talking about web-based searches. You could try to optimize for that phrase, home-based business. But chances are there are a lot of people optimizing for the phrase home-based business. There are a lot of people with more clout and more authority than you who are optimizing for home-based businesses. So if you rank your page in Google for that phrase at all, you're probably going to be buried on page eight or nine or 12 or 20. And no one is really ever going to see your page because you've optimized for a keyword that is just flooded with people who are trying to get traffic for that keyword. So that is what I would call a short tail keyword, meaning there's not many words to it. That's what I think of when I hear short tail. There's just not many words to it. Home-based business. It's just a flat out keyword phrase. But a long tail keyword phrase could be home-based business for single moms. And you see how that's much more specific. There are many more words involved in that particular keyword phrase. And it's what I would consider a long tail keyword. Now, there are certain benefits to long-tail keywords, but before we get into that, let me just say this. If your post is really generally about home-based business, don't optimize for the phrase home-based business for single mobs. You know, it's got to be relevant. You don't want to be guilty of what they call clickbait, where you're putting a title on that'll draw in a certain person, but then they find out the content's really not for them. You know, it reminds me of back in the seventies when my parents got invited to a party at someone's house and they show up and it's an Amway presentation. I mean, come on. If you're going to do a business presentation, say it's a business presentation and let the people who want to come, come. Same thing with your podcast episode titles. Okay. If you're doing an episode about home-based businesses, Say it's about home based businesses. You may be able to get a little creative with a longer tail keyword phrase than just home based business, but don't say it's home based business for single moms. Only do that if you are speaking specifically to your niche audience, which is single moms. Now, having said all that, I know very few of you are focusing only on single moms. That's okay. I'm just using it as an illustration of what is a short tail home based business versus a long tail keyword phrase. Home-based business for single moms. You can even make it more long home-based business for black single moms, for white single moms, for Asian single moms, depending on who your particular audience is. And remember, when we're talking about long-tail keyword phrases and the benefits that they provide, we're talking only about web searches. Not on iTunes. That's a whole different animal. And that just might be a winged unicorn for all we know about how iTunes actually works. But we're talking about web searches. That's said another way. It means what I'm about to teach you about the benefits of long tail keyword phrasing to optimize for in search results is only going to apply to what you do on your website, on your Libsyn or Blueberry page, et cetera. Sites that will be searched by Google, by Bing, and so forth. All right. We've got it out of the way. What is a long tail keyword? Now let's talk about why long-tail keyword phrasing is important. Optimizing your blog post pages that accompany your podcast episodes for long-tail keyword searches is important for a number of reasons. Let me just walk through a few of them. It's the difference between your ability to rank on Google and not rank on Google. When you are optimizing for that broader phrase, the shorter short tail phrase, like home-based business, a lot of people are searching for that, but also a lot of people are trying to rank for that. And so you likely are not going to have the authority or the backlinks or all the other things that go into good SEO to rank for that particular phrase. But if you can do the longer tail phrase, home-based business for single moms, you're narrowing down the field of people who are actually searching for what it is you're writing about. And if you are writing specifically about that, you have a pretty good chance of ranking for that keyword phrase. It's also about the effectiveness of your message. For example, Amazon has revealed that they make 57% of their on-site sales from long tail keyword searches in their dashboard. And that's according to Search Engine Guide. I'll have a link to that in the show notes. 57% of their actual conversions to sales come from people searching for long tail keywords. So in other words, people who are searching for very, very niche specific things or topics are the ones who are ready to buy. And that means your message will be much more effective reaching the exact people you want to reach if you are careful to narrow in your topic on that exact audience. Now, you will get lower numbers of people searching for that exact phrase, obviously. Therefore, less people overall are going to be able to find your post. But those who do are more likely to be your ideal listener who wants to hear exactly what you're talking about and therefore is more likely to become a subscriber to your podcast, which is what you want to happen. So let me ask you the question that seems real obvious to me. Would you rather be trying, in vain, I might add, to get the attention of 1,000 people who might be interested in your subject, or would you rather almost certainly get the attention of 20 people who are definitely interested, interested in the subject that you're talking about in that episode, I would much rather get the attention of those 20 because I know they're likely to benefit from what it is I have to say, and they're likely to connect with my message in a way that motivates them to become a subscriber. You see, conversions, which in our context translates into fans or listeners, perhaps you'd say subscribers, are always higher for long tail keywords always. Okay. So we've talked about why long tail keywords are important. Let's talk about the downside of the long tail keyword approach. I know when we talk about the long tail keyword approach, there's got to be cons to this whole thing, right? We've talked about a lot of benefits and the benefits sound pretty good, but there's got to be a downside. And you're right. There is a downside. Here's the first one I can think of. How many episodes can you do about a very specific, long-tail type of topic. Probably only one, maybe two, if you cover it from a unique angle the second time. Or if you spread out the frequency between covering the issue because, you know, new data has come to light or new research has shown new ways to do things or the internet has changed and you can now do whatever it is you're teaching to do in a new way that you couldn't do before. You see, so you may be able to address that long tail type topic again in the future, far into the future. That's one of the downsides. You're only going to be able to do a very specific kind of episode once in a blue moon, so to speak. And that means you're going to have to get creative on what I would call the verticals or the related topics that you can cover because you'll have to come up with new long tail phrases to use in your episode titles or on your page that you can actually rank for in Google. Essentially, the more content you have, the more there is for search engines to crawl, which is why you have to get creative and have all these different verticals related to your topics. And all of this requires that you learn how to do keyword research for good old search engine optimization, at least on a really basic level. If for no other reason, simply to find longer tail keyword phrases that are relevant to what you're talking about, you're going to have to learn how to do keyword research. In the show notes for this episode, which you can find at podcastfasttrack.com slash 76, I'm going to post an affiliate link. To the tool that my team uses, my team of professional writers, to do their keyword research on every set of show notes that we write. Now, as I said, it's an affiliate link, which means my company is going to get a little bit of a kickback every time you purchase that particular product. But I'm telling you, this product is worth it and it's not going to change your price at all. So the tool that we use is called Keyword Finder. It's not one of the big name ones. It's not one that you would typically find on the first page of Google when you search, because there are some big players in this space, you know, Moz and some others who have great keyword tools, nothing against their tools. It's just that I needed something a little more affordable and a little more user-friendly. And so when I found Keyword Finder, isn't that an interesting way to say it? When I found Keyword Finder, I found the tool that I thought would work best for my team. It has proven to be very good. It color codes things in terms of how easy they would be to rank for. It shows you exactly how many people have searched for that phrase in the last 30 days. So it gives you a really good snapshot on one screen of whatever keyword phrase you place in and shows you how difficult it would be to rank for that, providing you write a good page or a good resource about that keyword phrase. So the episode show notes, which you can find on your podcast player by swiping right, left, up, down, stand on your head. I don't know how you get to it on yours, but you can find the description of this episode on your podcast player. The affiliate link to Keyword Finder will be in there. And by the way, If you decide to use that affiliate link and buy me a cup of coffee by doing that, hey, let me know. Send me an email, carrie at podcastfasttrack.com and just say, hey, I purchased Keyword Finder through your link and I will give you a shout out on the next episode of Podcastification. All right. So we've talked about the benefits of long-tail keywords. We've talked about the downside of a long-tail keyword approach. Let's talk about Just really some summary kind of things, you know, doing keyword research is not simple. I mean, there's simple ways to go about it, but it takes some work. You know, you've got to put in some effort and some time. You may want to hire a VA and train them how to do this. You may want to save your time for doing the more high value tasks that you have to do in your podcasting or in your business. It's not simple, but it works. It works for all kinds of content, including podcast episodes that you place on a webpage somewhere. And here's my encouragement to you as a fellow podcaster. You see, I've been podcasting for a little over four years now, off and on, and some off, lots of on. And I found that I personally have a tendency to look for, you know, the seven easy steps or the three simple ways to do something. But I want to encourage you along the line of what I've discovered in that regard. We've got to fight the tendency To look for those three easy steps or whatever it is. Don't waste your time trying hacks that in the end are not going to give you the results you're looking for. If you really want your podcast to succeed, you're going to have to learn what it takes to make that happen and then do it. Optimizing your show notes, your podcast titles for long tail keywords is one of the ways. You can do that. And I guess I wouldn't be a very good businessman if I didn't say this. If you want to hire out that whole portion of your podcast workflow, the show notes creation with the keyword optimization and all that, I've got a team of professional writers who does that week in and week out for podcasters just like you. You can reach out to me at Carrie at podcastfasttrack.com or you can go to podcastfasttrack.com yourself and see why our keyword research and show notes service is the best in the industry. You can see a little video there that shows you exactly what it is we do. Hello. So that's the long and the short of the long tail keyword episode. Oh, that was a bad pun. Sorry about that. And you can find out more about it on the show notes page for this particular episode of the podcast. And you know what time it is, don't you? It's time for you to go out and make it